Hare Krishna. Uh, got some questions here. First one starts. First one starts from Mohan Das. He uh, he's asking that if the reaction for meat eating is that you become an animal, why is it that uh, there's an Ian Stevenson? I don't know who that is, but someone who does hypnotic regression of children. Uh, and uh, determines what their uh, body was in their last life. And they have human bodies in their last life. So he's saying, well, obviously they ate meat, so how come they're humans in this life? Uh, well, let's start with hypnotic regression, which is very much a uh, empirical practice. Uh, it may be right, it may be wrong, or some parts uh, of that regression may be right, uh, other parts may be wrong. And we don't uh, really depend or put much uh, stock uh, in uh, that type of practice. It's not, not really necessary. Um, but uh, why is it that someone in his last life uh, ate meat and in this life is still a human? Well, they did other things as well. So the reaction to meat-eating, uh, you could say the sole reaction to meat-eating is to take uh, birth in a animal uh, body. Uh, but if a person performs good activities, uh, then those good activities can either offset uh, that bad activity or, as in the case of uh, we see uh, someone gets the good reaction first, which is a human body, and later on will get the bad reaction, which is uh, that he'll get an animal body and so on. And on top of that, someone may even perform more serious activities, although uh, meat-eating is called Mahapap, the great sin. But still, like Srila Prabhupada says, well, someone may also be attached to being naked. So Prabhupada says they take birth as a tree. So you can't take birth both as a tree and as an animal. So those uh, births, according to the whole balance uh, of a individual's karma, uh, come, the reaction uh, comes in a very measured way. And because karma is very complicated thing. Uh, so therefore the uh, reaction uh, comes uh, in its own time. But one thing for sure is that for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. Acharya Nishtadas uh, quotes the Tavat Karmani Kurvita uh, verse in the 11th canto. It's a famous verse which says that upon awakening a taste for Shavnam Kirtanam, one's no longer obliged to act according to the regulations of Vedic injunctions. So he says, well, when, when does that really take place? Uh, of course, everyone has a little taste uh, for Shavnam Kirtanam. Uh, even when we uh, just joined Krishna consciousness, so uh, this verse uh, can't refer to that because then no one would follow any Vedic principles at all. So if we really talk about, use the word taste, 
then taste means ruchi, uh, and uh, ruchi means the beginning of spontaneous attachment or the development of spontaneous attachment uh, when the impetus for devotional service is not the obligations of Vedic Vedas, uh, but uh, is uh, actually the natural taste that one has for Krishna consciousness. Uh, that uh, is a real defined ruchi, uh, a defined taste. But as far as uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavas are concerned, uh, we embrace the Varnashram principles, uh, and therefore even though someone may be transcendentally situated, what to speak of, uh, that uh, they have spontaneous uh, attachment and that becomes their motivation, uh, they still follow the vidhi, they still follow the uh, Vedic uh, injunctions, uh, just in order to set example for others, uh, because in a worldwide preaching movement, you're going to get chaos if everyone doesn't do the same thing. Rupa Manohar asks, how is it that if you need a pure mind to chant mantras, how is it uh, that uh, demons can uh, chant all kinds of mantras, they can have weapons and so on, and obviously they don't have a pure mind, in the example of Ravana and so on. Uh, we see that uh, demons attain so many powers uh, by performing austerities. So yes, they're full of the modes of ignorance and passion, and yet the result of austerity may be that they attain very similar things that someone attains by a pure life. So by performing pious activities, you attain the heavenly planets. Similarly, demons, um, by austerities, get the power to become the king of the heavenly planets. So someone does it by pious activity, someone does it uh, by austerity. Of course, in both cases, uh, the result is temporary. And a similar thing may be said uh, for uh, attaining uh, mantras. And we see that uh, even in Krishna consciousness, uh, devotees who are not pure, uh, but nonetheless they get so many benefits from the practice of Krishna consciousness. Jejitamamprapadyante, uh, Krishna takes care of them. Yogakshemuvahamiyaham, uh, he provides them what they need. Uh, they're not pure, uh, but um, because they're uh, following a process, they're getting the result, uh, uh, result of those activities, yes. And last question is that uh, Ishan Das is asking about man. And now this was in Hungarian, so uh, I couldn't uh, translate exactly. But uh, when Prabhupada, I remember when Prabhupada defines man, he uh, uses a what can be misconstrued as a negative terminology. In Hungarian, it's uh, counter-love. So anger in the material world is what? Kama isha, kruda isha, product of the mode of passion. 
and it comes from frustrated sense gratification. But in the spiritual realm, uh, the uh, man, uh, with the anger for uh, that, for instance, Srimati Radharani manifests sometimes uh, against Krishna, is a stage of love. Uh, it's uh, expressing something that appears to be counter love uh, against you know, someone, someone is angry, but actually uh, it's a stage of love. Prema, sneha, man, rag, anurag. Uh, so uh, love is always there. And it is this material love that is a reflection uh, of that. And uh, that's it for today. And Hare Krishna to everybody. Hope you 